Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. All right, Kathy, how are you doing today? Uh, we're still in December here, the second week of December, uh, actually, starting, uh, I think this is be Wednesday. Uh, it would be Wednesday, December 7th. Yeah, yeah, yeah December the 7th, uh, obviously with the beginning of the war in uh, Hawaii that we started back in World War II, December 7th, mm. 1941. You know, that's a big day. Wow. Uh, we've been uh, talking about uh, prayer and... Uh, you know, uh, when we think of, uh, you know, finding truth in a world of chaos, uh, the world's tough, it's trouble, difficult, complex. We have, uh, you know, entropy where the enemy is under, under control and things are falling apart naturally. Uh, we have self-centered people around us that are causing us all kinds of trouble. Uh, and things don't work smoothly, let's just say. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have a world of chaos. Chaos meaning there's lack of order. And things just are difficult. Um, well, prayer and see, it's no. It was no different than uh, when the disciples were with Jesus. Is that you know their life was in a Roman uh, environment. The the Jews were against them. Uh, the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. uh, it was very complex, chaotic for them. Uh, but God said, "Walk with me." And prayer is in be in dialogue with me, and I'll resolve your issues, uh, each one personally. And you'll live the grand life that I have planned for you. Uh, you can trust me and do that by just being with me uh, mm -hmm. and in dialogue with me. So keep keep picturing prayer. We we talked last time about hindrances that uh, you you aren't willing to process things that God is speaking to your heart and say I've got something in your heart that I'd like to to have you pursue, and you say I'm not willing to. And He said, Well, then you you prevented me from answering prayer. Uh, wrong motives. Uh, you want things done the way you want them as opposed to my will, which is best and none better. And I can't fulfill that. I can't let you be God. Uh, you ask me, but you don't believe I'm going to tell you. So now I can't tell you. Uh, you got to get that settled that when you mm -hmm. do ask me. And by the way, he says, uh, it's not based on any maturity. It's not based on any skill. It's I'll get you the answer in a way that you can understand it. You can, you know, you can trust me with it. Right. Um, and so then we're going to keep going with this. So go to uh, Matthew 12, uh, 33 to 37. Matthew 12, 33 to 37. Sure. It says, either the tree, whoops, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he said, uh, uh, your heart, uh, is it, 
do you have a purity? And the purity is really always what? As you're seeking uh, to pray with God, what's your what's your what's the purity that God always has? Purity is to actually want God's will. Yeah, to surrender to His will. Do you have a heart to hear what I have to say? Mm -hmm. Um, I have much to say. I'm going to guide you and lead you into the covenant life, into the superabundant life. Uh, It's going to happen through this prayer uh, dialogue that we have, and you'll understand it. Uh, He says, uh, "Are you experiencing that?" or not and he said if not uh underneath it all you have an impure heart you have Mm. uh you have thoughts that constantly you're going to the self and you don't have any heart to really seek my will and all you think about is Mm -hmm. your selfish desires your selfish thoughts and you want me to perform for you your selfish thoughts Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, he said, you can identify that by what you say. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you talk? Um, are you even, and think about even as you're talking to me, God speaking, are you telling me this is what you want? Or have you even gone back to, well, I really would like to know what you, what you have to say. Mm-hmm. He said, your words dictate where, where are you? Uh, and are you angry or are you frustrated or are you uh, in a place where you're uh, speaking to people with harshness or with, with hardness? Uh, well, that's reflecting that you haven't come to me and let me speak to you about what's going on and how to live the life of freedom and joy and peace because your words are reflecting what's going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, it's interesting as you, as you say that I'm thinking about, um, and I'm still processing all of this, so it's not complete by any stretch, but, um, the word corruption and, um, in the spirit of corruption at work in the world. And I was doing some digging and looking at some different places in the Bible that talk about, and even use the word corrupt. And in a lot of the places, when it talks about something being corrupt, it attaches it to basically saying there is no God and then goes on to say, you know, someone who's not seeking understanding or seeking God's will or seeking wisdom. And isn't that exactly actually what you're saying right now? Yeah. On the purest level, corruption is saying there is no God. Right. And when I say I want what I want instead of what you want, I am in essence saying I am God and you are not. Right. That's right. Um, and so right? I'm, I'm shunting off. I'm acting, you know, and, and uh, uh, my friend Henry Blackaby, uh, he, he always expressed it as um, believers acting like a practical atheist. Right. That in essence, yeah, they're, they're a believer in Christ, but they're acting as if there is no God. Right. And because I'm, I'm their, they're their own God. They're, they're going to decide on their own what they're going to do. And they don't experience any of the power of God because they're acting as a practical atheist who doesn't right. expect God to do that. Uh, and boy, when you see, when you trace where God speaks about that sort of thing in the Bible and you see the repercussions of that, they're not small repercussions. No, no. <laughs> so it's, it's where's your heart and is there impure thoughts based on the fact that I really don't have a care to seek God's will and really I'm just working my own life in a very selfish mm-hmm. way. And you can reflect that in what, in what you say. Uh, okay, go to the next one here, Galatians 5, 16 to uh, 22. 
Galatians 5, 16 to 22. I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, if the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay. Um, pretty good list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh you know, it's it's talking about anger, wrath, envy, jealousy, uh, hardness. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're basically self-centeredness to a to a, a level of uh, you're frustrated and you're experiencing that frustration. Uh, he said, if you remain there, mm-hmm. um, you can't inherit what. You can't inherit the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. In other words. And we talked about it. Our prayer life is mm-hmm. thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Right. Why? Well, because the, the fulfillment of God's answers are in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. He said, so by definition, if you're, if you're here and, and, and you could pretty well understand it and others could help you understand it, you're not in, you can't inherit the kingdom because you're focused on self and justifying yourself and not... Mm-hmm on surrendering to me now right uh let's take anger um he listed as one of the issues uh Mm -hmm. well he tells us be angry and don't what and don't sin okay so is anger the problem no see no see no it's not not. its form it's not about well i should never experience these things but rather when i understand that it's now carried me to a place of, I haven't resolved it with God. Mm-hmm. He says, um, the key is now come with me in the kingdom and say, I've got a problem with envy. I've got a problem mm-hmm. with anger. I've got a problem with wrath. I've got a problem with bitterness. Um, he said, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you come with me and, and this goes back to putting this all together. Don't regard iniquity in your heart and justify it. Why don't you let me resolve it by letting you come with me and I'll show you what to do. Like I told that lady is, you know, do you have unforgiveness? Yeah. Okay. Do you want God to give you forgiveness and have you freedom? No. Well, you, you just said, I'm not coming to the kingdom. Right. Um, it's not about you having to do anything to fix it. It's just why don't you come to the kingdom and let God speak to you and show you his answer about that particular thing. Mm-hmm. Because uh, he said there's elements in your heart that left alone, anger turns to wrath and bitterness. Envy turns to jealousy and hostility. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, not, it's not that you don't have them. He said those are normal. But don't let it dominate you. Um, and keep, right. keep you out of the kingdom. And, and you can help each other by uh, understanding, as, as you can say to somebody, I observe 
that you're really uh, angry here and you have some hardness about the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I know something about that is you're going to hinder your prayers if you don't let God work with you on this. Address this, yeah. Let's go together. You don't have to do anything. It's okay that you have it. Mm-hmm. But but do you have a heart to let God resolve this for you so that he can, he can purify your heart Free, free up your heart, and then he'll show you what to do next. Uh, uh, but if you stay where you are, I perceive that it's going to get actually harder on you and get get more more mm-hmm. difficult for you. Uh, so let me help you because because you're actually hindering your ability to experience the fullness of God because of where you where you wound up. And right. And by the way, this can be pretty extreme. I mean, so it can be. Like, for example, roots of bitterness can be really deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Because they haven't dealt with it for a long time. Right. Uh, and now they have it, but they but you happen to be there and say, well, God can still resolve this. And I know I know it's not going to be, oh, yeah, sure. But let God let God deliver you from freedom from this very, very deep thing that you now have encountered because you never dealt with it before. And God can say, right. how, how about now? Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay, the next one, which, which we've talked about a little bit, we'll talk about it uh, again in Mark 11, uh, 25. This is where he's talking about prayer. Uh, you're learning powerful prayer. And then he said, by the way, uh, Mark eleven twenty five. All right. Mark eleven twenty five says, And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. Yeah. And this is off of, actually, go go read verse 24, just so we know the context of this. Okay. Do you want me to go ahead and go through 26 as well? Yeah, you you can do that. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And whenever you pray... Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Yeah. Uh, okay, now we know something about that. Uh, by the way, in some of the text, uh, verse 26 isn't there. So uh, uh, mm. sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. So Now, why uh, is that? Well, it's, it's, it's what text they used uh, to... Uh, write out what they think was the English translation. And there's certain text, uh, as they look at various <laughs> texts, that certain verses aren't there. And so they, they make a notation uh, mm-hmm. that 26 is not there. Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. they list it, sometimes they don't. Uh, Interesting. Uh, so uh, you have to you know look at it and evaluate it. Uh, you know, what is it and what does it say? But... Um, I think this one particularly they left it out because it sounds, in a sense, it doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you're learning to pray. Uh, you're you're learning powerful prayer, uh, mm-hmm. and and we'll, we'll actually get into this verse later about uh, you speak it, you believe it, you speak it, and you'll see it happen. Um, mm-hmm. You're learning that, and by the way, he says. If I remind you that you have an ought or you have something against somebody because they hurt you, what are you supposed to do? Forgive them. Well, go to forget. Didn't say reconcile. Mm-hmm. He says, "Let me take you to forgiveness." Um, right. On Which the is same, between you and God. Between yeah. me and God, on the same basis you've been forgiven, 
you deserve my wrath because you're not perfect, Mm -hmm. but I went to the cross and forgave you so that you could have the opportunity to be reconciled with me. By the Mm -hmm. way, my forgiveness doesn't guarantee reconciliation. Right. Because he said, it's not my will that any should perish, but they do. How come? He said, I've already forgiven them. Because they don't step into it. They don't choose to reconcile with Because him. I don't process the truth and I can't change the mm-hmm. truth. Uh, so he's, he's just talking. This is just about freedom of your heart. Um, and let's go get that resolved. Because you, you now will stop your prayer life. Okay, why? Mm-hmm. My nature in the kingdom is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It's a demonstration that if you're in, in the kingdom... Uh, you will experience my nature, which is freedom for you toward everybody that hurts you. Mm-hmm. And it's a kind of an indicator is, are you in the kingdom or not? If you're, if you're uh, in unforgiveness, you're not in the kingdom. Of course, he said the resolution is come with me and I'll give it to you. And, and we need to stop worrying about all the prayers you've got, all the discussion you have, all the seeking you have. Let's go get this resolved first, and then we can go back to it. Okay. Uh, and then he adds verse 26, which is, uh, if you don't forgive, and go ahead and read 26 again. This is why it's, it, says, it, it sounds funny, because a lot of people say, well, that, that's not really true. Okay. It says, but if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Okay. Well, what do we know about what God has done about our trespasses? That he has forgiven. He has, he has forgiven. He did it. Matter of fact, it says in very deep uh, discussion. Once and for all. Once and right? for all, uh, for everybody. Mm-hmm. I've already taken care of it. I've already forgiven you. It's already done. Oh, wait a minute. This verse says. So that, what does that verse mean? Then he yeah. won't, won't do it. Um, and so what he's saying here is that you've, you've been forgiven, but you aren't going to experience that forgiveness because you aren't willing to let me put my nature in you and you've walked out of the kingdom. Mm. Uh, And uh, he says, um, yeah, I've forgiven you. It's it's available for you to live it out and experience, but you're walking away to where now, even though I've done it, you're not going to experience it. And by Mm. the way, he says, that's what I'm trying to show you. The people against you, uh, they deserve your wrath. They deserve your anger. But I'm going to give you freedom of your ability to have uh, life without burden about what they've done because you can forgive them on the same basis that I forgave you. And you can experience that yourself, both the freedom that I give you and the freedom that you have toward others. Mm-hmm. And he, tie, he ties it together. So it's not that I, I stop forgiving you. It's that you have now put put yourself in a position where you're not experiencing what I've already done for you, um, and that's why that's why he says that's good. He says I I don't really understand that. Why would you not? Uh, right. Because you, all you got to do is just stay with me, and I and I'll give it to you. You know. So uh, unforgiveness is a big deal, and it really does prevent uh, answered prayer because he highlights it specifically. Is Let's get that settled all the time, every time. And mm-hmm. that'll keep you in the flow of me answering all of your prayers. Don't let unforgiveness carry you away to where you get stubborn and say, I'm not willing to do it. 
Uh, is... And again, just a reminder in that, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in that, you know, there could be somebody sitting here listening, going, I have some deep, deep unforgiveness. And does that mean that forevermore until this is resolved, my my prayers are not going to be answered. Therefore, I might as well not be praying until I come to forgiveness. And that's not what we're saying. It's the willingness to allow God to take you to forgiveness and being in that process. Right. Because, um, because the he's... unwillingness to go to forgiveness, the unwillingness to go there and let God grow that is actually what the blockage is. Correct. That, that's right. Yeah. Because okay. uh, he's saying that, um, and you're reminded that you have an offense against somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's not about, I got to make sure it's perfect all the time. It's that God says, well, I'm going to show you something mm-hmm. kind of like he did with you is that, well, there's something going on with you that is actually preventing things. And I'm going to highlight that for you. And you mm-hmm. said, okay, now the question at that moment, are you going to come with me and let me give this to you? Right. Or are you going to say, I, I and don't... it may take some time and that's, and that's okay, okay because it's transformation mm-hmm. by me doing the work in you. And all I'm asking you to do is be with me. That's it. Right. Uh, right. You don't have to be perfect and you don't have to wait till it's resolved for exactly. you for you to even have other prayers. It's just, you have a heart to go and let me go and let's, let's, let's process it. Uh, so that, and again, we have the example, which we've reflected in, uh, you know, with Peter who got that vision about unclean animals, get up and eat. He said, I can't do that. Um, mm-hmm. but the next verse says, he stayed, in essence, he stayed with God and said, I need to understand more about this because I don't really understand it. And it's hard for me to receive this, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go with you. Right. Did, did that hinder his prayers? No. Uh, did that stop God in acting? No. Because he, he was still with God in the kingdom, seeking God's will while he was working through a difficult thing that didn't make sense to him. Mm-hmm. So that when you have unforgiveness, it's not about, well, go get forgiveness and then come back. It's no, come back. I'll give you forgiveness while you struggle through it. And by the way, it won't hinder any, any of your prayer life and it won't hinder your relationship with me. Um, it's just really that beautiful and that simple. Uh, uh, and it kind of goes back to, let's go, let's go to the next verse actually. And it'll kind of help us understand that deeper. Go to Hebrews uh, 3, 15 to 19. Sure. It says, while it is said today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion for who having heard rebelled indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses? Now with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness and to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey. So we see that they cannot enter in because of their unbelief. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, lots in this verse, but it says today uh, when you hear his voice and, and that is implying the word there is now, mm-hmm. you will be having him speak to you. Right. Uh, so in the now, God's going to speak. <coughs> and he said, don't harden your hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you harden your hearts through uh, an unwillingness and a disobedience, you are going to prevent your, your God fulfilling the promises that he has for you. So um, 
he's talking about the, the Jews under Moses. Moses uh, went to Pharaoh, miraculous re- uh, uh, release. They crossed the Red Sea miraculously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now we're, and you could picture that spiritually as they were saved. Uh, mm-hmm. They got released from, from the enemy. Uh, and then God said what to them? As they crossed, after they crossed the Red Sea, what did God say to them? Then he's ready to take them further. I'm going to take you to the promised land. Yeah. And it's across the Jordan. And everything is there for you. And yeah, there's an enemy there, but I'll defeat the enemy. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the covenant. (laughs) It's a life of the blessed, abundant life. And it's over there. And Mm -hmm. and my promise is to give it to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, they wound up, he wound up angry at them for 40 years. Everybody died outside of his will, except Joshua and Caleb. And in verse 19, it tells us why, what, what's, what's the reason? says they cannot enter because of unbelief he had spoken this promise to them but when they saw the logical hindrances in their way they didn't believe the promise any longer yeah well it was it was in the word is even deeper than that uh it's refusal to be persuaded that what god had to say was true Mm. so it what it was that i'm not willing to go Mm -hmm. it wasn't what peter did was I don't understand this. This is hard for me to say yes to, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm going to stay with you to have you help me get there. And they, the, see, the, the nation of Israel said, we are not going, we're not going one more step. We're not having you tell us anything. We're not going to let you persuade us of anything. We're done. Mm-hmm. And God said, okay. Uh, that has prevented you. And literally for 40 years, Mm-hmm. They never were more than 11 miles from the promised land, but never got there. And they all died mm. in a terrible place with boredom, heat, uh, no, no enjoyment, no progress, just wandering around for 40 years. Right. When God had so much more. And God says, um, I gave you the promise. <laughs> but you refused to be persuaded that what I had to say was true and you stayed in disobedience. Mm-hmm. And the disobedience, see, isn't, um, you didn't do what I asked you to do. It's rather you weren't willing to let me persuade you mm. that what I was asking you to do was gonna be a good thing until you did it. Right. Um, and that's hmm. what prevents it. So that um, right. it's, it's such a, an important element of, as you are receiving promises, uh, God's going to say things that are going to be, man, I'm not sure about that, or it seems too difficult for me, or I don't understand mm-hmm. how that's going to work. And God said, that's okay. Just don't say, I'm not willing to be persuaded the way you have to say is true. Um, mm. I heard what you said. I know that it is true per se. I just don't understand it. So stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. If you don't, and you say, I'm, I'm not going to pursue this any further, I'm going to leave the kingdom, God says, I'll let you. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and by the way, God's emotion toward them for 40 years was what? Anger. Yeah. Uh, I was angry. God said, I was angry Is with it, them. I mean, that's a heartbreaking years. thought, right? Yeah. To have God angry at you for 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. And why, why was he angry? He had so much more for them, but they wouldn't step into it. Yeah. That I know what you can experience, the abundant mm-hmm. life, the super abundant life, the covenant. And you're telling me 
that you're not willing to pursue it. Mm-hmm. He said that angers me about first of all your heart, which which is something that makes me sad. But two is, I can't deliver it to you. You've now prevented right. me from delivering it to you, and I want to. Right. And it thrills and me. Even too. one step further than that, one he wanted to do that for them, but he had purpose in that that he was asking them to partner with him. Him delivering them to the promised land was actually going to be the place where he could bestow so many blessings upon them that he would be glorified and the world would see that he is God. Amen. So right. I mean, there is a reason for his true anger in that this this was he was inviting them into this plan of displaying his glory, right? And they weren't stepping into it, right? Yeah. So um, uh, as you uh, look at that, uh, it's um, we can prevent it by just not have a heart to be persuaded that what he has to say is true, even after I've heard what he's had to say. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's still it's still a hard thing. So we'll pick it up again next time. Uh, we're going to get into these are pretty much internal to us. Uh, that is really um, are we in a place where we're just not willing for whatever reason, unforgiveness, anger, uh, doubt. Um, uh, I want, I want to do it my way. Is that preventing me from experiencing the fullness of God through prayer? Cause really I'm not, I'm God's not able to process with me. Next, we're going to learn that in addition to these issues, I do have an enemy that's mm-hmm. also, also working to prevent this active prayer life. So we'll, we'll talk, right. about, we'll talk about that next time. Great. Looking forward to it. Thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you found today encouraging and um, you are just continuing to press in and allow God to transform your heart as you spend time in his word and hearing from him. Yeah. Um, have a great afternoon. Yep. See you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.